Model building is the fun part of a data analysis. With all the data wrangling in the rearview mirror, the penultimate step in this project for predictive queue management is here. That's right. Model building isn't quite the last step because once we built a model, we have to productionize it. Sometimes that's straightforward. Sometimes it's a nightmare, but that's a topic for next time. Today, let's talk model. We approached the line model from two different angles. One approach was a classic time series analysis. That means using only the data we're predicting. In this case, incremental line ads. Time series is great because it's easy to productionize. You only have to pay attention to one thing, the variable you're tracking. That means it's usually very easy to implement and it doesn't create any performance problems. That's important since we're doing this prediction in real time. The key with picking a time series model is to understand the periodicity in your data and whether or not it has a trend. For line data, there's nearly always periodicity. The data I'm working with is from two different clients, but they're both retail stores. And like every retail store, they have multiple types of periodicity. Pretty much every retail store has time of day periods. 10 a.m. is different than 1 p.m., which is different than 4 p.m. We're predicting 10-minute chunks of data, meaning that our data had 72 to 80 periods per day. That's the first periodic cycle. The second, of course, is day of week. Saturday is not at all like Monday in retail. So we have a seven-day period as well. Now things get trickier. Retail, of course, also has a 12-month period, with most stores doing a significant percentage of their business in the holiday season. But we're using data that doesn't go back a year, so we don't have that period in our data. It's also not clear if we have a trend in our data. And while trends are always possible, even likely, they may not impact period-to-period -period prediction at the 10-minute level. We evened out every day so that it had the same number of periods by creating zero fills for shorter days and then built a model. Unsurprisingly, using only day of week, seven-day period, or time of day, 72 to 80 periods, didn't work nearly as well as using both. Day and time part both matter when it comes to lines. There did turn out to be a fair amount of essentially random variation in this data, at least in the stores we looked at, and I'm guessing that's going to be true in most retail situations. I don't know what the mouse would look like, but in retail, your line additions are just going to be a little bit variable, especially in normal non-holiday times. With just time series, the average error was about four people for a 10-minute time period. That's pretty good, probably enough to use for planning and assignments. There were occasionally big misses on the order of 20 to 30 people, and when we looked at the data, that just happened. You'd see a big bump or a sharp drop in one period that was very much out of trend. Our second approach was to try a neural network. Using recent periods plus current store occupancy, day of week, and time of day as variables. This approach lets us capture everything an ARIMA model will provide, plus it incorporates the additional data we know about the state of the store. For example, the shopper entry count from the previous 10 and 20 minute periods are better predictors of the next period line additions than were the previous period line additions, which is what the time series was emphasizing. Still, this only reduced our holdout prediction error to about three people per 10 minute period. That's better, but it's unclear if that's worth the additional complexity compared to a time series model. When it comes to deciding what's the right model, it's usually about deciding what's good enough. And that's a question that can only be answered by the people who have to manage the lines. Thanks for listening. I'm Gary Angel with the Measurement Minute.